This is Opposite Attraction, Season 4, Episode 5. A salute to all nations, but mostly Texas. Attraction, the greatest yes. show of all time. I am your host, Scotty Moore, joined as always by the littlest mouseketeer, Jim Murphy. That's that, that famous Disney reference of locking up your wives and daughters. <laughs> I think it was in Horizons. They, they don't say that before, like, rock and roller coaster, like Steven Tyler's like, <laughs> keep your arms, legs, and things inside the vehicle at all times and lock up your daughters and wives. Shocker! I- I don't think, I mean, maybe on a Pixar ride because of John Lasseter, but I don't know if, <laughs> I don't, I don't know if it would be. And then you just slowly on... watch, you, you does the shocker and then you slowly watch like Thanos reversing the finger snap, <laughs> the finger slowly get added on and now he's fucking like live long and prosper, bitch. Oh, so this is this is a show, Jim. I'm sad <laughs> because, as I stated last week, we probably won't be able to do a full Disney trip for like two years. Which means the next time I get to go to Disney will probably be when Sp- Spaceship Earth is open again. Well, I don't think they're closing it anytime soon. I think it's not closing for like eight, if, until like 2020. I thought they said it was reopening in 2020. No, I think it's not reopening until, like, 2022. Don't put that evil on me, Jim Murphy. Don't. Yeah, it's weird. Like, they might as well just close down all of Future World if they're going to do they that. They may as because well. Because there's really nothing left. Yeah, they may as well close down all of Epcot. Or at least they should just put the entrance over by... Like, they, they should just have a bridge over Guest Relations and into Galaxy... Or uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Because it's the only place anyone's going to go. If... If Epcot was not famous for the alcohol, I would I would argue this would turn Epcot into the next Hollywood Studios. I, I I really thought that it's weird to think that how Epcot is famous for alcohol, given that there is a series of theme parks named after beer. Wait, what? Bush Gardens. Oh, okay. I thought you meant with named after beer. I thought you meant within Disney, and I'm like, I've no, never no, had Animal Kingdom. No, but cider. it's really weird that like if you ask someone like with theme park alcohol, they're like Epcot, duh. Oh yeah. And it's like Williamsburg had a beer factory tour. Yes. Uh, that smelled awful. Yeah. So I'm gonna ride spaceship because originally we weren't gonna do Epcot on this up or upcoming trip, but uh. Yet yeah, your boy gonna have to smell those sweet <laughs> embers of Rome burning before it closes well, down. They're saying that they're really only gonna change like the last two thirds. Yeah, because they're like they've printing probably, press on. They've probably realized some <laughs> shits happened. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like printing press forward, and if not that, then like computer garage forward is just gonna be like, yeah. We have, like, tiny little computers in our pockets now. Yeah. They're like, guys, is this Matrix reference still timely in the <laughs> middle of this thing? No, it's not. What? <laughs> when was the last time Bray Wyatt was on TV anyway? Can we cut this back half? 
They're gonna put the Thundercats in the dome I, so we can sue them. I always fucking hum along the Bray Wyatt theme when I go through that one part. <laughs> now, Jim, I know this is a show where mostly we build our own theme park and people come to see us build rides, but I just saw the trailer for Disney's Aladdin, and I think we don't have to do that. I don't think we have to show people <laughs> what they actually want. And we'll still get trending on YouTube. We could just have you, like, reaching up to where where the thing we want is. Like, there's a box that says <laughs> theme park ideas, and you're reaching up towards it. And everyone will f- still fucking love it. Yeah, but we the, the what they're reaching up toward has to be someone's old idea that we're not paying them for. Yes, exactly. It has to be an idea that a very famous dead guy came up with and everyone knows it won't be as good but everyone's still hoping i don't think anyone that made a well okay never mind yes there you go (laughs) oh no See, my thing is like a lot of the point of the genie is the fact that he does have almost this multiple personality thing where he jumps from like oh now he's scottish oh wait now he's like a weird french chef back and forth and I don't see Will Smith, who plays either sad Will Smith or happy Will Smith in every fucking film he's in. I don't see him jumping from that just as easily. He's just like, I'm the genie of the lamp, and I just lost all my money on Wall Street. But now I'm going to kill some aliens. Like, that's going to be the bebop back and forth. Is, uh, is Jazz going to play the carpet? Yes! And then fucking Aladdin. He kind of dressed similarly to the carpet. And then Aladdin grabs the carpet and throws it out of the mouth. And that's where he learns it flies for the first time. <laughs> How? Okay, here's the new thing. Once the trailer finally comes out and we see the genie, how long until there's a YouTube parody called The Fresh Genie of the Lamp? Because you know it's gonna <laughs> fuck it. And there's just, like, the genie in the chair doing the rap. Actually, I'd argue like, Disney will do it. Uh, question. Why Will Smith in the first place? I feel like there's better options. Uh, well, he's a very charismatic boy. So that's good. You want I, Like, I don't know who that option would be, but I think it starts and ends with The Rock. Well, they've already got the rock for the Jungle Cruise film. They didn't want to just... I don't care. They didn't want... They have Emily Blunt in, like, seven different movies. Fuck them. <laughs> they didn't want to put all the money in on the rock. Well, you need someone who's very good at a lot of impressions, but also a well-known name. So I think Kevin Space... Wait, fuck, we can't... Nope, that one's <laughs> not gonna do it. Uh... Okay, let's get somebody who's universally loved, but still kind of a sleeper hit. Like, I feel like if you can't get a good enough person for that role, you just shouldn't make the movie. Oh, I thought you just meant don't put the role in there. And now Aladdin just doesn't have a genie. (laughs) And that's the rest. And then he goes to Agrabah as a street rat. And then the film ends once the princess denies him. Uh, So, Jim, this is a podcast about building our own theme park and this world that we've created is of course the free yes. world the theme park all about the u.s of a and yes. we've gone to california new jersey alabama and this week through your 
definitely your request and <laughs> not viciously prodded on by me. We're going to a state that I've only been to twice and both times got way too drunk for my own good. It's Texas. So that's all of them? We're going to all We're of them. We're going to all of the states. And that's Texas. The state where I learned you can get a $5 rum and coke and I got $25 rum and cokes. And at the end of the night, drunkenly stumbled back to my hotel room because luckily I didn't have to drive. And stopped at a 7-Eleven to buy a fidget spinner. Actually, my second fidget spinner of the night. I bought a one earlier in the night while real drunk. Then a second. You really dated this this experience. And then a second fidget spinner that lit up while also buying so getting a horchata. Because you can just get that out of a soda dispenser down there for some reason. Anyways, theme parks, Texas. Jim, what you bring into the table? Okay. Uh, my attraction is called Last Rodeo. Okay. <clears throat> the show building is looks from the outside like a very, very large rodeo arena, sports arena type situation. I know usually they do it in like football stadiums or whatever that they just like dump a bunch of dirt in. But that, or, or a basketball stadium where they just dump a bunch of dirt in. But that's basically what it looks like. But it's more like old timey looking. Jim, never have you revealed more that you are from the north than by being like, I don't fucking know. They just take hey, a. I've only watched like bull riding one time on the television. They take a basketball court and fill it with sand. No, there are actual arenas for bull riding, my boy. No, I do know that there was, uh, around here, there was a bull riding thing that I think someone I know went to, and that's pretty much what it was, was literally just a bunch of dirt in a sports stadium. Yes, but they don't just dump it on a basketball field. But I want them to, okay? <laughs> okay. I'm not saying that's what this would look like, I'm just saying it. That's that that's what the building, the show building looks like, is a rodeo arena stadium, whatever the... So it's is. Madison Square Garden, and you upended a bucket <laughs> of dirt in the middle of it. But essentially, the idea is that you're getting a tour of this arena. Like, that's how it starts. Okay. Um, the host of the tour kind of looks like Slim Pickens, even though he's been dead for 25 years. Okay. Uh, or 35 years, excuse me. Um, but it is a roller coaster. It's essentially like a screen-based, like a Escape from Gringotts-style roller coaster. But um, as you go up this, like, lift hill, uh, it's kind of a switchbacky lift hill. So you're getting, like, it's like almost like a sh like show scenes for, like, the history of this rodeo building that you're in. Oh, okay. And, like, the host is, like, on TV screens. Like, he keeps popping up, and he's like, well, this is about this, and this is about this thing. And then you come and, to and that a, man the, the saw, first. That man saw a basketball court, and he thought, <laughs> "Why not throw some dirt in there?" So you go down the first drop that looks like you're basically going into the arena, and then all like, and it seems like that isn't what you're supposed to be doing. Uh, and then you stop, and you are confronted by a rodeo clown ghost. Yes. I love him. I don't know his name, but I love him. I, I did not give him a name exactly, but uh, he does look down at your car. He's kind of like a floating uh, ghostly apparition, and he does say that this ain't his first rodeo, but it is going to be your last rodeo. I'm going to offer up Jenkins as a name. <laughs> 
Uh, it was going to be Frojo, Frojo the Rodeo Clown. Okay, a little bit uh, of a tweak, Froyo, Froyo the yeah. Rodeo Clown. <laughs> but um, so essentially, you you basically realize that the um, the backside of this arena that you just went down into is more like a flat space that's like painted to look like it's three dimensional. Because you now kind of go through that or underneath it as it's it's pretty much just a screen. And you kind of go on this little escape from Gringotts roller coaster ride like through the arena as though the uh, ghost is kind of pulling you and pushing you along with magic. Okay. So it's it's literally that for like two minutes as you like go around like there's animals running at you. I don't think any of them are going to be on fire. That might be weird. I know that's on brand for me, but I don't think I'm going to do that. Okay. Now, um, but, it's, but, uh, <laughs> the, the, um, the host guy that you saw at the beginning, like keeps popping up and like trying to help you like beat the ghost. And eventually you do kind of stop the ghost and it is revealed that the ghost is actually George W. Bush in disguise. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> okay. And uh, at that point, are you saved? Is there more? And yeah, he basically is like, uh, he basically says that like him and the guy and like the host of the tour were like in on it. And it was like a, a whole roller coaster that he designed to like mess with people. Cause he's retired and he wants to have something fun to do. Okay. And so it's not dead George W. Bush. It's actual no, living George W. But. It's, it's literally a Scooby-Doo hoax. Okay. I like it. I'm enjoying it. My thing is I want you to be safe. I want something to come save you. And wait, what's that noise? Jim, I'm not doing this. This is weird. <laughs> and that's right. It's fucking Ferdinand, voiced by John Cena, coming out. You hop on his back, and then there's like a bunch of humps and the roller coaster to make it feel like you're riding Ferdinand as he kicks you out and saves you. I, I do want to point out that I did have the host of the attraction save you. Oh. And like but but again, like he's kind of in on it with George Bush. But then at the end, like George Bush is looking at him like, hey, you kind of look like Slim Pickens a little bit. And like as he's like leaving, and then the, the host is like, Do I is like, I don't think I look like him, and then he like disappears because it's actually the ghost of Slim no, Pickens. He starts to walk away. And then turns around like fucking Michael Jackson in the Thriller video, and he but he has <laughs> he has two horns for some reason. He was a ghost bull all along. Okay, and that's your what was it called? Uh, it's called the Last Rodeo. The Last Rodeo, featuring Slim Pickens, George W. Bush, and possibly John Cena as Ferdinand, the Great Bull who saves everyone. Yeah, I literally wanted to do the the unload area to kind of have like that Pirates of the Caribbean like weird fadeaway ghost thing. Oh, so like yeah. George Bush is like, "Hey, you're you look like Slim Pickens," and he's like, "I don't think I look like him." And then he like fades away, like it's actually really him as a ghost. And then like all the lights turn on, and you're just like already in the unload area, and the people are like, "Okay, I don't know what that was, but you I know. thought you meant the pirate, like the normal pirates <laughs> unload area." So it's just George Bush in a room full of gold, just like yo, <laughs> rocking yo. back and forth on a chair. It's your pirate's life for me. That uh, that chair in that scene is also in the haunted mansion in the attic. 
Well, aren't you a fu- there's fucking a, there's nerd? A oh. Trivia piece. <laughs> now, is there any merch yes. opportunities for this? Anything coming out of it? Uh, I definitely want a whatever George Bush looks like in a clown mask. Clown mask. Okay. So basically, take back from Halloween, like six years ago when they had the presidential <laughs> mask, but then you paint Halloween shit or Christmas or Joker shit on it. Okay, I'm down with. Well, he, I don't think it would look like him until like the mask came off. Okay, that's one thing. I also really enjoy the concept of uh, having a mechanical bull you can ride after the fact, possibly still voiced by John Cena. And that's your meet and greet opportunities. You get to meet and ride Ferdinand. And if you get to ride, if you hold on for eight seconds, you get to uh, take a picture with him. All right, so that's your ride. I, I did think about putting a mechanical bull in there somewhere, like outside or in a separate area. Right. I mean, Texas, really. Okay, now when I went, I, I, it took me a lot to go through Texas, because I was like, I, I've not <laughs> gone to anywhere besides Austin, so I was like, maybe like a keep Austin weird kind of uh, a tour through like this creepy museum kind of thing, but then I realized next week I'm probably going to do something creepy, so I don't want to do that. I thought about just a bunch of fucking bars and as you tour through them it gets worse and worse until you land on a fidget spinner um and then ultimately if you would like to know my other idea was literally a stage show where people tried there was like a basically a two-story stage where people in the crowd could see both stories and they hooked people up with a harness on the top story and you had to try to run from one side to the other and it was like the floor would fall out from from underneath of you and basically the idea is you were trying to run from mexico into texas now see jim that was the third idea i had that i thought wasn't going to be good and that was called crossing the border and i decided against that and then i realized what ultimately was probably my favorite experience in austin And then that was waking up, fairly hungover, wondering why there are so many fucking fidget spinners in my hotel room. (laughs) And then walking to Stubbs Barbecue and eating some barbecue from the good old state of Texas, which I don't know if other states have like a claim to barbecue, but given the fact that Austin has a barbecue joint that that has like a two hour line i'm fairly sure having a barbecue ride will be good for texas (laughs) so my ride i thought it's literally the ride just like you wait two hours in a ride and then you get to eat barbecue because that might be better than like that that might be better than flight of passage um also fuck that banana pudding at stubbs god bless y'all for that (laughs) You don't know how easily influenced a very hungover Scotty was after eating a big old plate of barbecue being like, no, I'm too full, I can't. Well, we just made us a nice new plate of banana pudding in the back. Would you like a bit of it? We had some at home the other day. It was delicious. And I was like, my dear girl, bring it out to me. (laughs) Um, So that leads to my ride, which is called We May Have to either work out a sponsor deal or we may get sued by Wendy's because my ride is called the Baconator. And it, it is, of course, the first ever... It is known, fun fact, to be the first ever ride forbidden for the Jewish people to ride. 
Oh, Jesus. Uh, so you walk up in the outside show building. It looks like an old classic Austin, Texas barbecue joint, like a good old speakeasy bebopping place. There's a bouncer outside named Dalton, and he lets you in. That's a- <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> if no one got my fucking Roadhouse reference, I was about to quit this show. Uh, <laughs> and the place is called The Pig and a Poke, as much as I didn't want to call it The Double Douche. And when you enter, it looks like a normal old barbecue restaurant. In fact, uh, it is attached to a restaurant. It's just the line also goes through it. So you go through the restaurant, but then you go through a door into the back area. And now you're walking through the kitchen. Kitchen seems fine. And then finally you see a door marked flavor chamber. And as you enter the flavor chamber, it looks completely different. Gone are the grimy kitchens and the strange wooden exteriors of the uh of the restaurant instead it's just like this sleek metal exterior and then screens come on and jim i know we've had a streak going of this guy being on the show and he's he's back it's the fucking mayor of flavor town himself guy fucking fietti we've kept the streak alive of talking about him on this show every single week and guy looks at you, and he's like, buckle your seatbelts, keep your arms in the vehicle at all times, and get ready for the taste experience of a lifetime. Wapow! I'd eat that on a flip-flop. He just says random shit like that throughout the ride. <laughs> at this point, you board into the ride vehicle, which is the specialized Fieri 500. Which uh, looks like one of Guy's hot rods from good old Triple D, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. And you drive through what I like to call theming areas. Like, um, it's, it's kind of like, um, you know, the opening to a bunch of rides where you go somewhere. There's an area that kind of gets you understanding what the ride is. So you're seeing, like, lab techs working on special barbecue sauces. And you see some stuff back and forth. And then suddenly you enter a tunnel... Like the one you enter right before you go down on the drop on space or on um, Space Mountain. So, and then you hear the words, "The shrinking process is about to begin." And then you look towards the end of the tunnel, and you see a fucking pig. And through forced perspective, it looks like this fucking pig is growing bigger and bigger. But wait, perhaps you are just shrinking. That's right. You shrink down and get swallowed into the pig's belly as Guy Fieri takes the helm to explain to you exactly what you're seeing. Whoo, all right, ladies and gentlemen. That was a bumpy ride because you actually go through a drop into the gullet. Hope everyone's all right. And as we get ready to take you deep into the... As we get ready to take you deep into the heart of where all true American barbecue comes from. The body of the animal known to the family Sweet A and the genus Sus. That's right. We're in a fucking pig. And from... <laughs> you know those maps they have in barbecue joints where it's like a picture of a pig and then there's like the dotted line and it's like flank. Yeah. And then dotted line, pork shoulder. You're about to experience this shit firsthand. <laughs> As he goes through and shows you, like, all that he's like, well, this meat is a little bit, it's, it's tougher to chew, which after 
going through the long barbecuing process actually makes it easier for the tearing and to make that delicious pulled fucking pork. And he takes you through that, and as that happens, you start to get the smell of barbecue sauce. You go down into the belly, and you can smell pork belly. You skim across the top, and he's like, this, you all know what this is. Bacon. Smell of bacon just hits your fucking nostrils. (laughs) And it's essentially guys showing you what comes out onto your plate every time you get those nice sliders with pulled pork. But then, as you near the end, something goes wrong. Guy's only halfway through the tour, but you're barely out of that pig, and the growing process has begun, so you've got to get big again. (laughs) And now it's this high-paced, fast roller coaster through the inside of a body of a fucking pig. As you go through various <laughs> twists, turns, spinneroonies, and then finally shoot out. That's right, of the nose of the pig. Getting sprayed with pig snot. You land in a heap with pig saliva all over you. As you enter the actual pig in a poke restaurant where you can sit down, order up great eats at cheap prices. All made by the king of Flavortown himself, Guy Fieri. And also there is like a merch shop where you can get shirts with like guy's face on it. <laughs> uh, two comments. One, uh, you managed to do something that reality couldn't do and combine Texas and education. Yes. And uh, two, I want at some point for Guy Fieri to look at everyone and say that he, that uh, this ride is about a pig, even though he is more of a chicken guy. Oh, fuck you. Um, we, we can't. <laughs> Now, actually, I'm getting a report from one of my higher-ups. I'm so glad you come out the nose. I don't know why that... I'm so glad. Uh, Fun fact, though, I'm actually getting this notice from the higher-up. This is the first ever ride to create more vegans than PETA could ever hope to create. (laughs) So that's always good. And, of course, in the gift shop, there is a people eating tasty animals PETA shirt. Because... (laughs) <laughs> Apparently, my side of, like, my part of this park is nothing but a bunch of kitschy, weird, like, theme park. Not bought from the theme park, but bought from the weird shop outside the theme park shirts. <laughs> We're splitting the middleman here. But yeah, that's the Baconator. With the Pig in the Poke restaurant, and of course, hosted by the King of Flavortown himself, Guy Fieri. That's a creepy combination of body wars and um oh it was originally gonna be a walkthrough and i think the walkthrough would have been a lot more horrifying while still getting sprayed uh, with it yeah i've uh i've done walkthroughs like that actually yeah now uh, i was gonna do another one because i was like what else does texas love oh guns okay let's just do like a buzz lightyear <laughs> ripoff but i don't think i'm ready we're not ready for the buzz lightyear ripoffs yet it's live ammo, Buzz Lightyear. No, it's a mixture of your ride with the people trying to get across the border, and then my ride. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Whoops. Sorry. Whoops. That's the president in me coming out. Um, anyways. So, Jim, we've conquered Texas, and last week I had to make sure I remembered something, and I've not forgotten that our challenge for next week is going to the home... Of three of our favorite boys, the McElroys. We're going to West Virginia, baby! 
which it, oh man, <laughs> Jim's entire ride is called the Adventure Zone, and that's it. <laughs> no, I literally, I I can almost spit on West Virginia from my house. Hey, there you. Like it's that close. Just go over there and be like, hey, if you wanted a theme park ride based off this state, what should it be? <laughs> it's a cousin. Cousin's Wedding, the ride. Oh, no. Shotgun Wedding, the ride, is the more accurate <laughs> one. Um, so, Jim, it's been an episode. Where can they find you on the internet? Uh, I'm on Twitter at Apparently Smart and uh, not many other places. Meth, the ride. Oh, meth, the ride. That would be... That's all, that's <laughs> basically any state. Any state you could get away with meth, the ride. That's like our ace in the hole if we don't have an idea that week. Just do meth, the ride. It'll work. Um, and then also, Jim can be found on a load of BS last week doing a horrible premise, which I should send the audio of that to you so you can actually put it up on the horrible premise stream. So at least the people subscribed to that will be like, he's not dead in a <laughs> car <the> fire. <laughs> And you can find me on Twitter at ScottyMo. That's S-E-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. And you can buy all my books on Amazon. The Quizzle Corp Trilogy, BS vs. The Gods. They're all available to you over there, ladies and gentlemen. Or on Audible. Just go to audibletrial.com slash bsnetworks. You can get a free 30-day trial of Audible and a free copy of one of my audiobooks. So check that out. Check out all the other BS Network programs online at a load of pure BS and support us either on Patreon, patreon.com slash a load of BS, or on our merch store, merch.aloadofpurebs.com, which I still need to put some more free world merch up there. I don't know which one I'm going to do, though, because we've had some bangers of ridiculous shit this season. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and then, of course, make sure to rate, comment, subscribe, leave a rating on iTunes. Uh, I've been reading books on podcasting, which is the saddest sentence. I didn't know that was a thing that was even existed. Yeah, I rate us on. A, I know there are podcasts about podcasts. I didn't know any other media existed. Yeah, I read books on podcasting, which is the saddest sentence I've ever had to say in my life. And uh, so, yeah, the, I've learned that rating is super important. So we need the ratings from you guys. Just go on there, leave five stars, put like. Jim's awesome and Scotty's a hottie bow body. Like, just leave that on there <laughs> and it'll work out perfectly fine. So do that. Find the rest of the show on opposite-attractions.com. Check out our older seasons. And remember, you can find Jim and me on Twitter at op at show. That's spelled O-P-P-A-T-T-S-H-O-W. Are you down with O-P-P?